Hello, everyone, and welcome to the seventh episode of The Untamed Rant. I am John Crowley, the Wandering Alchemist, and as always with me is the level 17 commoner, Aaron. Hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Well played. <laughs> you started this. <laughs> I did, I did. It's my, you know. In this episode, we're going to be talking about witches, wizards, and warlocks. What, what? Because you guys voted for it. <laughs> All the W's ever. <laughs> it works. I mean, that's They a go lot. together. Some of the W's. I, you know, I said it was a lie. A percentage <laughs> of the W's. Lying to myself, lying to you, the audience. Hopefully, maybe someday you'll believe me. <laughs> 17. Level 17. I'm getting there. <laughs> Let's continue. <laughs> level 30? <laughs> anyway. Which one should we talk about first? Well, since it's listed first, why don't we do witches? We That's do witches. my take. <laughs> okay. I mean, they're probably one of my favorite. Although, I mean, Warlock is definitely up there for me. I've never been a fan of the wizard, necessarily, but I think that was because I started in 3.5. That's another conversation down the line in this episode. Let's just start with witches. <laughs> <laughs> We're already off the rails. <laughs> it's happens. been that kind of month. <laughs> Which is you say? I do say. Indeed, I say. Where should we start with witches? <laughs> um, how far back do you want to go? Well, that's what I'm wondering. Because we go well beyond D&D far back. True, true. Like, double, double, toil and trouble. <laughs> that's far <very> back. <laughs> Why don't we go through the resources that you've already picked out? And then if something... If the moment seizes us and we decide to go off on a tangent we can totally do that and talk about many many more witch related things okay. <laughs> so i guess let's just start with what makes a witch a witch sure when sure. you think about it yeah that sounds good so what kind of witches we got we got in modern stuff harry mm. potter witches yeah like. true harry potter witches yo i mean <laughs> are there any others no, they use the term witch, really? I mean... I guess the Hollows novels. Yes, the Hollows novels use witch there, which I love that version, which we've talked yep. about in earlier episodes. Ultimately, you could span witches to be not only movies and books, but just a vast majority of... I'm sure there's some in video games that we could think of. Oh, yeah, yeah. And stuff, you know what I mean? Like, but I don't the think Wizard of Oz. <laughs> right? Exactly. Uh, so a witch has a pointy hat. Mm -hmm. Totally, totally rides a broom, too. It's pretty cliche, yeah. The broom's mm -hmm. cliche. A familiar. Mm-hmm. Gotta have the pet. Yep. Uh, they definitely brew potions of some kind. Always. <laughs> um, there's always a nature-y aspect to them. Yes, in... The whole potion brewing. Yeah, I think in I every... Mute. In terms of what I consider a pretty classic witch, I would say that most of the references, personally, for me there would definitely state that there is some sort of nature-based aspect. Regardless of that's and, and then this is another, you can branch off from here, but good witch, bad witch, that type of thing, but nature... good witch? Yeah, witch? yeah, exactly. <laughs> a white witch or a black, black witch? witch? Yeah, the nature and then... No the racial undertones there. No. <laughs> Oh boy, <laughs> we are so we won't off get the that. rails. <laughs> no, that, that's a college course paper. <laughs> yes, true. And then there's uh, 
Uh, but so nature, in terms of good witch, you know, mm-hmm. preserving it and that kind of thing and using it in terms of healing and the light. Mm-hmm. And then you have the dark, the darkness, <laughs> which yes. is manipulating nature, twisting it and bending it to your will. Making and, packs with demons and devils. And making the earth ugly. Yes. You know, because that's what you want to see. I don't. Beautiful. But that's what they do. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> You're that kind of witch. Okay, I got it. <laughs> I mean... Yeah. I'm a warlock. Thank not you. not in this conversation, you know. <laughs> <laughs> For this purpose, you are a witch and you're on the dark side. Technicalities. That's all I'm saying. I'm on a side. Uh, really? We're going to do the side thing? No. All right. Cool. That's a whole different talk. <laughs> so, in D&D, and actually most games in general, witches aren't usually a thing. No, not necessarily. I think starting point for myself in terms of talking about witches for D&D would be 5th edition because they have the mention of the hags and originally hags were... Hags are... Hags are, were encompassing witch. The that's, old that's, nasty witch in yeah. the woods who eats your kid. <laughs> yeah, you know, gingerbread houses and whatnot. It's fine. <laughs> Candy houses, man. You don't fuck with, You don't... Why would you ever... Sidebar, Eat a candy house? Because right. it's made of candy. Right, but why would you think that that was a legit idea? Like, oh, I'm just walking through the woods, there just happens to be a house made of candy? Like, why is that a good idea? Do you remember being a kid? Do you remember kid logic? Yeah, but I also... It extended as far as candy tastes good when you're eight. I th- Therefore, I, eat it. You know, I'm going to give myself a little more credit. 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 Credit and credit. And say <laughs> that no, I was a little bit smarter than that. And if I came across a house made of candy in the creepy woods when I was all by myself, I would be like, yeah, that's a good idea. We should just eat that. I'm going to say no. I'm going with no. Are you saying that because Trust you me? heard the tale of Hansel and Gretel? No, I'm saying that because I'm a level 17 comic. You weren't back then. <laughs> you weren't back then. You were like level one. <laughs> Level one. God, that's so long ago. I've come so far. Because <laughs> <laughs> you didn't encounter any candy houses. That's <laughs> true. See? You know? Be all over if you had. I don't think so. But anyhow. So yeah, hags. I digress. We can talk about hags. <laughs> because hags have covens. Indeed, they do. Which is a group of witches. And I actually have, um, in the campaign that I'm running, on the side for my brother, I have, uh, I have hags involved in that. And I love... I love putting them in there because there's so much that I feel like I can do with them just because of the way that they're made in 5th edition with the covens and and the background that they have for it. Especially if the players don't know they're a witch. Indeed. (laughs) It's so good. (laughs) It's even better when they eat their heart. You know, that's just... While they're watching. (laughs) I call that a a victory. (laughs) Just a win for the bad guys. (laughs) The most important one. <laughs> yeah. Um, but in 5th edition, just as some examples, there's the green hag. Uh, they list the night hag, the sea hag, and I believe they also talk about in terms of their packs with demons uh, and that kind of thing. There's but two more in Kobold Press's Tome of Beasts, which are pretty awesome. One is a blood hag. What? Is she brutal? That just sounds awful. It's awesome. <laughs> See, win for the bad guys. Like, I think it's like a CR seventeen witch or something Holy ridiculous. Shit, yeah. Wow. She's like the green hag, except like on steroids plus blood. Like, she's not something you want to fuck with. No. 
Especially bad news. if she's part of a coven. Yeah. You are so screwed. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, hopefully you're not. Because oh, no, you would screwed. be because you would be around that level. I'm not well, saying I mean, that that would be me. <laughs> that's up to the players. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Run away. Right? Something I do like to do, though, or that I have done in terms of this latest campaign with them, I've actually... Like, they're defined in the book pretty mm-hmm. well. Yeah. And obviously you want to use that to your to the best of your ability as a DM or GM, however you want to say that. Um, but I like to throw some things in there that aren't necessarily part of the character itself. And you could call it... I know you have articles on reskinning and all of that yeah. stuff. But I think some of the things that I try to do in terms of that rule of three, like bringing back a oh, yeah. <laughs> villain or whatever, you know... Mm-hmm. Um, I don't necessarily kill them right away. Even if the players do down them, there could be a... Re- Run uh, the fuck away. Well, there's also... Smart I, creatures it, don't sit there and die without correct. a reason. But also, if, if in this instance, for one of the witches that I have, she's... Spoilers. I know, right? But they're not... They don't listen to this. Shame on you, by the way. <laughs> Shame on you, friends. <laughs> now they're listening. Your campaign Perfect. is ruined. <laughs> Perfect. Good. At least you're listening. Um, pay attention. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> Take notes. <laughs> Take notes. I um I have it so that uh the wis- witch's essence, twisted, mm-hmm. manipulated soul, ends up it can get hosted inside of another. Rude. I know. It is rude, but enjoyable for me because <laughs> you know i want it to be a little bit of a challenge and it's not to say i mean they're i think they're level four or five right now they're not horribly advanced characters but this is more built like a one shot because i was trying to introduce my brother to the game so it makes it interesting it's like yeah you killed it but this can also happen in the world of D. watch your shit <laughs> she's back so i i like that aspect of, at least from my hags, my witches in this one particular campaign. Mm, mm-hmm. I like being able to manipulate it like that. I think that is really fun. Yeah. Something everybody should try to do at least once, manipulate some kind of creature because it can be really, yeah, really fun to do and try. I like the witch. I mean, the hag. Yeah. Because it's a classic evil witch. Yeah. I mean, even 3rd edition it's the same thing, but like 5th edition does a much better job of uh, like showing it. Yes. Um, but yeah, hags. Hags are fun. They can be vicious. They assholes. are assholes. <laughs> Which I think is one of the reasons why I enjoyed putting them in this little campaign. Because it was uh. like, I can make it so that it's not going to just overpower the characters and kill them right off. But it's definitely got that dynamic to it. Like, well, hags this also... is old school magic. Like, yeah, you know, hags get your shit like together. A little bit shape changer, a yeah. little bit druid, a little bit potion maker, a little yeah. bit fae, a little bit necromancer, a little yeah. bit witch doctor. They're very evil. Yeah. And, and like I just was trying, like I just mentioned, it's just a classic villain in my mind. So yes. it works well for an introduction, at least for mm. that particular case. Absolutely. Yeah. So I enjoy them. And I enjoy the way that they are laid out in 5th edition. It's, it's really nice. I, yeah. I enjoy I enjoy the background that they provide um, in terms of even like the monstrous motherhood that they have, the dark beginning. Yep. All of that stuff is really entertaining to read and, and kind of mm-hmm. flush out if you want to. Yep. 
I enjoy it. At least for fifth edition. Yes. What other witches did you want to mention? Well, or bring it, to bring it yeah. back to witches, yeah. uh, hags are like the epitome of the evil original witches. Mm-hmm. What witches represent. Yeah. But I mean, we have good witches these days and whatnot. Sure. And, you know, witch powers doesn't necessarily make you a hag. No. Um, so there are some witch classes. Pathfinder did really good at witch. Because mm-hmm. they have hexes. Right. Which wizards and stuff don't have. Um, they have, instead of a spell book, they have a familiar that whispers their spells to them or whatever. That's different and cool. I mean, that's cool. legitimate. And like, <laughs> it makes the familiar more of a thing for that class instead of just like, Oh, I just yeah. have a cat-ish. <laughs> a cat thing somewhere gives yeah. me a plus two to my reflex saves. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, Pretty cool. <laughs> I think he's still here. <laughs> he's around. <laughs> no, it makes it the familiar very important. Which is good. I like that take on it from Pathfinder, for sure. I think that's the major features of the Pathfinder Witch. Um, But essentially, it has arcane spells, but it's very nature-y. It's very classic witch-y. But yeah, I I like the Pathfinder Witch because of the hexes and the difference, and the fact that it actually makes, like, a trope into a class and makes it work. Fourth edition has a witch... Which is just a wizard build. Came out in Heroes of the Feywild. It's okay. Oh, yeah. It's like a nature wizard. Yeah. It's not... I didn't love it. It's not super strong in no. terms of giving you that witch feel. Yeah. Um, that classic witch feel, anyway. Uh, I don't... Third edition probably had a couple different prestige classes that mm-hmm. came close. Before then, no. Not as far as I know. I like, um, I really enjoy, like I mentioned, the 5th edition hag. Yep. And, but I do also enjoy the fact that Pathfinder made it, like, like you mentioned, some of those little tweaks, like, oh, the familiar, you know, just little different well, takes witchcraft on it. Yeah. wasn't restricted to hags. Exactly, exactly. So. It's an art that a character can take a class in. Do it. <laughs> so I'd like to see that for 5th edition. But that they haven't... With all the Unearthed Arcana builds that have been coming out, there is no witch. Um, But the question would be, will they make that... Will they bother? And if they do, what class will they put it under? Because they're probably not going to bother making a whole new class. I would say no, probably not. I'm pretty sure their developmental plan is the only thing that deserves a whole new class is a whole new mechanic, essentially. Like, mystic, psionics. Mm -hmm. They made one psionic class, and that includes every psionic class they've ever, like, almost everyone they've ever had. And then stuff like Wu-Gen, which used to be its own arcane class in 3rd edition. So, which will probably fall under a wizard or a druid archetype. Yeah, and like you said, I don't see them doing that. Probably not. No. Probably, well, hey, we've been wrong before. Probably not. I hope so, but I just... I don't see it. I, I would see them saying just, you know, multi-class right. druid wizard and there you go. Mm-hmm. roleplay it. Yep. Um, but I would like to see maybe a wizard build or a druid build that gets rid of B-shape and gives you hexes. That would be really cool, yeah. And allows you that to choose... And has its own spell list that includes yes. wizard spells. Yeah. That, that could be Someone really designed that. 
If you haven't already, I haven't looked. Honestly. <laughs> yeah, neither have I. So there's a lot. We could of, be talking out of our well, ass. I mean, there's a lot of homebrew content out. So right. there's probably multiple versions of a witch. Mm-hmm. If you're looking, if you find a good one, share it with us. Yes, please do. Because I'll uh, I'll use it for an NPC at least. Yes. Hey, you okay. never know. One of us could be like, "Hey, you got something new? Let's totally try to yeah. play it." <laughs> that would be great. Exactly. So yeah, I like witches. I'd like to see a witch in fifth edition. Um, but it does. It definitely needs nature. Yes. I think a familiar would help. Mm-hmm. Something like hexes to like, because they got that dark side where mm-hmm. like they're willing to curse you. It's right. not just magic, and they're not necessarily evil, but no. like. And I also think that it's important for witches for the. I like the coven aspect of it. I think that that's important too to keep around. In terms of yeah, some way to. Not necessarily just make them stronger with other witches, because that right. that works for the hag, but not on the player side. Exactly. But maybe I don't know some mechanic that would allow you to allow your party to aid you with stuff or other spellcasters. I don't know. That'd be hard to design as a mechanic, yeah. but the concept is yes. good. Which hopefully. But I mean, if they I made like that, if they, if you made a time. whole witch class, yeah. The different archetypes could represent different covens true, the true. same way Thank a bard you. has there colleges. Yeah, I was like, because I mean, that... the concept's there, it's just a matter of flushing it out, which is yeah. usually the issue. <laughs> so, I mean, a witch could be turned into a whole class. Yeah. Um, but I don't think it's meaty enough for wizards to bother making it no. into a class. I don't think so either. That's going to be up but... to the homebrew community. Get if you haven't it. done it all. Yeah, right. Get on it. <laughs> <laughs> Those of you who have already done it, continue your work. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's my take on, mm-hmm. on witches and hags, which I ultimately, I, I enjoy them, I think, the most out of the three. Mm-hmm. Um, but my second favorite would be warlocks. Warlocks? Yes. So. And, if... and, and I'm not saying that because it's, it's the order of what we're talking about, I think. Should... No, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Um. But I actually, I really. talk about warlocks now? Yeah, dude. Okay. I mean, if you're talking about just English language, warlock is a male witch. Indeed. Right? Yes. That's what it's Back been defined day. as. <laughs> um, but ever since the end of third edition D&D, warlocks um, are something completely different. And, like, I think World of Warcraft helped define warlock as its own thing aside from witches and wizards. Mm-hmm. Uh, World of Warcraft focuses super on just demonology, yes. but it helped make Warlock its own unique bubble mm-hmm. uh, in terms of a RPG class. True. Um, but the third edition one came out near the end of third edition was really significant because it gave... Eldritch Blast. <laughs> a spell oh that a caster God. could use whenever he wanted so instead good. of a sling or right? a crossbow. <laughs> so glad that's over. <laughs> um, and essentially, Warlock was like, I mean, not officially, uh, maybe officially, but in my eyes, Warlock was like the first step to fi- fourth edition. I could see that. I can see that because, for sure. like, that was the whole thing. One of the whole points of designing 
fourth edition the way they yeah. did was I mean there was a lot of design elements, but one of them that, yeah. was instead of just having weapon attacks mm-hmm. that you yep. could always do if you had a weapon, every class would have something they could always do that meant something to their class. Right. So cantrips there became attack cantrips. Yeah. And I personally I have not played a warlock very much if at all. Mm-hmm. However, I started to dabble with it in the uh, Zelda... Legend of Zelda. Yeah. In the Zelda 5th edition that game that we're playing. And I absolutely love it. It's so it's much fun. It's a lot fun. of fun. Yeah. And there's so much you can do with it. There is. They're like... It's it's amazing. It's like, oh my god, this character, why limited... have I not looked at this before? <laughs> right. They have a very limited spell list, but like... Right. That's very true. But they have a lot... They have spell endurance. Yes. Because they don't have to take a long rest to uh, get their spells back. It's beautiful. And like, wizards and druids, <laughs> once per day, I believe, they can get some of their spells back. Mm-hmm. Um, but warlocks, just short yeah. rest, good to go. Yeah. And it's not as many, but they're also more powerful. powerful. Mm-hmm. So warlocks it's, are yes. very cool. Especially when um, you have the pact boon that you get. Yes. When you're a uh, warlock. Yes. But also, there's something else, and I can't think of it, too. Um, what is it? I mean, it, there's your patron uh, okay. So, 4th edition but... started the whole, like, re- they really developed what the warlock was. Right, In right. D&D. And warlock mm-hmm. isn't in Pathfinder, um, as far as I know. There's no warlock class. Um, it's I haven't really seen warlock in other fantasy RPGs, but none of them really are as defined as D&D, D&D is. Yeah, that's true. Um, but 4th edition and 5th edition both have the Warlock, and 4th edition defined it where you you had to pick builds, and the way they defined Warlock was who your patron was, right. or what kind of pact you had. They yes. were the same thing. One of uh, like things. you had a Star Pact, um, or you had an Archfey Pact, or a Demon Pact, or whatever. Um and that is like an old witch trope, is that like you've made a pact with some horrible greater right. being mm-hmm. um, for power. Right. And uh, it wasn't, and I apologize, because it wasn't patron that I was thinking of, it was the um, invocations that you get. Oh, invocations are awesome. Oh my god. I I love them. Because I, I think so invocations, <laughs> I think invocations were a part of the third edition version. Were they? And they didn't really translate... Into 4th oh, okay. edition. I'm trying to remember. Um, I never played the 3rd edition one. The 3rd edition Not one was unique. It it had its own mechanics compared to all other classes. Yes. It was ex- part of Wizard's experimental phase. Yes, that's right. That's I'm like, I don't... Um, but I never touched that. <laughs> invocations are awesome because it's like, it gives you stuff. Yes. I mean, invocations are kind of like... Um, Feats were for fighters in third edition, mm-hmm. or like your um, can't even. I'm not sure there's even another analogy that's as close, but it's like it's a, a specialty, but they're so varied, like right. You affect Eldritch Blast. There's, oh my god, there's so many. So cool. I loved looking through that list, though. <laughs> yeah, because it like. It's a singular way to mm-hmm. help define how you play your character. Right. 
that ranges from utility to defense to offense right. and in between. Yeah. And um, going back really quick to patrons, you know, it used to be in terms of what we touched on a little bit earlier was, you know, like, oh, it's some pact with demons and devils Old and school all witch, that. Old yeah. school witch, it was yeah. a pact with yeah. the, but the devil. In, but in, for 5th edition, they make it so that you could choose an archfey as mm-hmm. your patron. You can still do the fiend. That's still there. It's just classic and I think it's still in there. all three of them were the original 4th edition ones as oh, well. Oh, were they? Yeah. see, I never touched the 4th edition warlock, so I don't I don't know anything about that one. Because yeah. I, I was like, no, um, I'm not doing it. <laughs> it was the Pact of Stars, I believe, okay. was like... The great old ones version, right? And that's um, the third one that it has. And that's here. where a lot of those names come from that aren't Cthulhu and stuff, but they're very Cthulhu esque, right? <laughs> uh, because fourth edition kind of made this whole system where, like, the stars. There are certain stars that are mm-hmm. more than stars. So, like D and D's old great old ones have become like these stars in the sky, like oh, wow. uh, Ulban and um, trying to remember some of the names. Um, Hadar, like, because you have the armor of Agathis. I like, mean, it ha- it even has in here, like, Great Cthulhu and stuff like that. Yeah, they that. give you, you know those examples mean? because they want this version <laughs> right. to be whatever right. setting you want. But in 4th edition, they gave, the they came up with a bunch of their own names. Right. And a lot of the spells hold those names now. Oh, that's awesome. Um, but there was also an Archfey one, because I remember the Archfey one gave you Misty Step, which was the teleport, which okay. they maintained. If you have the Archfey one, one of your class features is, is a teleport. Step. Yep. I believe they call it Misty Step. I'm pretty sure they do in this one because of uh, how they built it for, for this edition. Um, but what I really like about Warlocks is the idea that you didn't learn power like a wizard. No. You weren't born with it. Right. Like... A sorcerer. Right. You know, you don't commune with nature like a druid. Druid. You don't pray. You made a deal with someone. Like, listen. (laughs) For whatever... And there's you can come up with whatever reason. I'm pretty sure in one of their novels, there's a warlock in it who made a deal with an archfey because he was stupid and ended up getting trapped at the archfey's table because Mm -hmm. the archfey offered him dinner. And he ate Uh... from it. You know, classic... Archfey trap. You know. Once you start eating, you can never, never leave, leave the table. Yep. And they, he made a pact with him, so he gave him power and his freedom, but now he's subservient to yes. the Archfey. Exactly. And there are some patrons that, you know, classically defined, that mm-hmm. like, that's what they do. They collect warlocks that way. Yeah. Like, okay, <laughs> I'm going to deceive you. And others, yeah. I mean, depending on how you want your character's backstory to be or whatever, you could potentially say that somehow... You came across this patron, and you might be the only warlock in right. some case. Yeah, it's definitely probably one of the strongest... Warlocks have one of the strongest sets of archetypes to role-playing your character. Right. Yeah. It's like, okay, Bard, you went to a specific college. college. And mm-hmm. Barbarian, you follow a certain path. Barbarian's pretty good. Um, fighter, you have a certain fighting style, essentially. Paladin, you have a certain oath. Paladin's... Yeah. Fairly strong, but, I mean, they're all very paladin-y. Yes. Um, Cleric, certain god. Cleric is just certain god. Sorcerer, it's your bloodline. Yeah. But this one, this is... What kind of deal did you make? Why did you make the deal? Who did you make the deal with? 
in general, which individual did you make you deal with individually? Because there's millions of Archfey that you can come up with. Uh, Cthulhu or Chognar Fawn or Nyarlathotep for great old ones. Does Cthulhu even know you're one of his patrons? (laughs) Maybe not. Maybe not. I, um, I think one of the other parts about this that I love too is because, um, of the pact boon that you get and the choice that you can make there. I do like that separation out the different packs you can choose in addition to your patron. Yes, because I ended up, for the Zelda one specifically, I started out with Pact of the Blade and then as I was playing my character and figuring it out, I was like, I think the second session we yeah tweaked it i was like you know what that's not really what my character is all about my character is more about spells and having that capacity and that knowledge yeah so i ended up going with uh pact of the tome so which is very cool i love that one Mm -hmm. specifically for this particular character build i could definitely see myself if i made a warlock in the future using pact of the blade for sure Mm -hmm. but I like the choices that it gives you there on top of the patron side because yep. that's it just it gives your character that much more flavor yeah. and that much more ability. And actually now that we're thinking about it, I think you could actually come up with a witch pretty easily without a separate class just with the book. True. If someone's looking to do it. Please do. Warlock. <laughs> the only real problem and maybe you could get your DM to like house rule it for you is that you have to use two different uh abilities for your spells with the build i'm about to suggest warlock Mm -hmm. druid because warlock you can go pact of the chain and get a familiar right and you can do arch fey there you go which gives you access to a couple other spells but it's it's a very witch like pact yes um although arch fiend would work as well if you want to go more demonology like witch you could um but if you just multi-class with some levels in druid you get a much stronger nature aspect um and you don't have to go full into the shape-shifting but if like you have one or two levels into your ability to shape-shift you can turn into a cat and a bat and the basic stuff that will fit um but it also gives you access to all the druid spells so like right Oh, all God. the nature spells. Yeah. Um, that could be And your only real problem is the ability score layout. Yeah, and that, if that's someone where it would wanted, get tough, for If sure. someone specifically wanted to make a witch, I would allow them to use the same ability score for both classes. Just because I think that, that they want... easier. Yeah, the because they don't have that class specifically, no. but they're making it by multi-classing. Right. And they're going to lose out on end-level stuff for right. each individual class. Because of that. Because of it. So, yeah, I mean, I mean for we'll a specific to... type of deal like that, I would yeah. definitely be like, okay, charisma or wisdom. Right. Choose now. Pick one. Yeah, that's Everything it. you do, that's what it is. Right. I mean, we might have to create a witch. That's all I'm saying. I might want to play so, that. I gotta, we got to finish the cowboy cop. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we need to finish so a many games first <laughs> before we can move on here. <laughs> Just light the shelf on fire and start over. That's fine. Uh, no big deal. But Warlock is Warlock's cool. Warlock is very entertaining, and um, if we are actually going to be uh, redoing 
our Pathfinder game. Yep. But as fourth edition, maybe I could look into Warlock for that instead. Because yep. I actually never touched that. Like I mentioned, I never yeah. touched and, that in fourth because I was like, plenty, I don't like it. There are plenty of choices. For sure. For fourth edition oh Warlock. Oh my god. I mean, I, there's I, three right in the book. I, that, with my books alone, um, there's a lot of Warlock choices. And if we can get the character builder to work. We should be able to. Which... I talked to someone who was actually used, still uses D&D Insider, and he was having troubles. Um, for anyone else who's having troubles with D&D Insider, quick, Let us know, please. quick <laughs> shout out. Yeah. Um, use Internet Explorer, not Internet Explorer Edge or whatever, Microsoft oh, God, Edge. Oh, no. yeah, don't do that. Why that exists. I don't understand. Um, use Internet Explorer. Yes. Um, not Firefox, not Chrome. They don't work anymore. They don't work on that. You have to install Silverlight. And supposedly it works on Windows 10, as long as you're using the oh, old I did not Internet know that Explorer. About it. Yeah, because okay. that okay. was my big question, because I'm pretty sure I tried Internet Explorer, but maybe it was my account. You and me will have to sit down with our yeah, different accounts and, and figure out a way to make it work. Um, yeah. If we don't, old school by hand, but yep. um, or maybe we can find a homemade character creator. But True. if you're looking to use D&D Insider, it is tough. You do need Silverlight. You do need older Internet Explorer and probably some patience. <laughs> probably a lot of patience. <laughs> um, but yeah, checking so, out Warlock would be very cool for. So that's that's definitely that. something to check out for that, and hopefully we get to that sooner rather than later because I. Oh, I have. So I many gotta ideas. get into that world again because that world is. Read cracks of the rift. Baby. Cough, cough. <laughs> yeah. <Shameless> plug. Yeah. <laughs> Self self promotion. <laughs> yeah. Right. Read Whatever that, it is. please. Um, so I suppose we should go into wizard now. Yeah, I think that's a good call. Or as they were once called, magic user. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, magic user. (laughs) So, wizards. Is it wizard or is it sorcerer that's your favorite? Which one? See, it depends. I prefer, in third edition, I preferred sorcerer. Okay. Because they were very close. Okay. Um, I thought it was and sorcerers were stronger earlier on. Mm-hmm. Not and we didn't ever play to like the end game, and easier to keep track of. Right. Because I didn't have to prepare spells. Uh, I was more limited, but I could just I had my list of spells, exactly. and a certain number of times I could cast uh, them. That always gave me a headache. A free choice, <laughs> which is third. one of the reasons <laughs> I like the way fifth edition has gone. They've kind of turned all magic using into some version of pretty much that Mm -hmm. combined with the fourth edition dogma of cantrips attack cantrips being a thing um i usually prefer sorcerer okay um i thought see i thought it was the opposite i like wizard i like mages i like being a magic user but in terms of class strictly class Mm -hmm. i don't enjoy often making wizards. Although okay. the 5th edition wizards aren't bad. I just prefer not... I don't like the paperwork. <laughs> True. Like, I would actually... That's like, a valid point, though, which is something I, that never appealed to me for any of the versions right? of it. <laughs> so, like, I like the idea of wizard, and I like the idea of filling up my spell book and having all the right. things. I want all the things! But... <sighs> yeah. Screw it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I can I can understand that because I think there was one time and it had to have been three point five mm-hmm. that I tried to do the wizard mm-hmm. and I got so overwhelmed with it 
And I was just like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> because if you're doing it right, you have an ever-growing list of spells, and you can only like, ever, even at higher levels, prepare four, four of any one level. Right? And it drove me crazy. <laughs> Which, I mean, you still have to prepare. True. Yes, in fifth. In you fifth. Do. Yeah. But if you want to be able to cast Fireball twice, you don't have to prepare it twice. <laughs> Which... Mind blown. I, I mean, I understand it on a mechanical point, but I still think it's insane. Right. And clearly, as shown by 5th edition and 4th edition and every other version, you don't need to do it that way. No. And I think that's insane. It's just... It's my, I mean, Wizard's my least favorite. I, I the, think I've mentioned that, but. It's one of the third edition problems. Too much minutia. Yes. Um, I don't even remember how it works in Pathfinder. I don't remember how different it is. I know spells are a little bit different. Because um, I want to say there's cantrips that are attack cantrips. But the point is, I don't like playing Wizards because it's just too much paperwork. Yeah. Um, I've never been a fan of that part of it. But fifth edition. I like them. Um, and I like that schools aren't... So I know that schools in 3rd edition, there was a reason they worked the way they did. Like, you yeah. got a school and you had to pick schools you couldn't cast from. In some ways, I understand that. In that you learn a certain type. Like, if you take a bunch of biology courses, you're probably not being good at history. <laughs> In college, True. right? I mean, let's but, just throw that out there, yeah. <laughs> but you can always pick up a history book later. Right. And figure it out. Whereas, in, like, in third edition, when it, for wizards, as my cat feels the need to stand on every piece of paper in the room before laying down. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, but before that, in third edition, mm -hmm. if you picked evocation... You pretty much were guaranteed not to be able to do, I believe it was abjuration. Yep. Which was defensive magic. Or divination? Maybe you got to choose between divination and enchantment. I don't remember. But you had to pick <laughs> classes you could not cast spells in. Now, luckily, but you didn't, ha you could also be a universalist. But that had drawbacks. And, but I always picked Universalist if I was making a wizard because I would have access to all the spells. Exactly. I thought it was stupid. That, like, that was okay, you don't start out with any. <laughs> yeah. Like, I would even understand you don't start out with any. When you're leveling, you don't get to add any. But if you purchase or find them, I think you should still be able to get to add them. That would be ideal. You're a goddamn wizard. <laughs> like, your whole point is that you can do the most different types of magic out of anybody. But no. Uh, no. Um, so 5th edition I like because they took those specializations. They made them, like, a required build. Right. But there's no... I like... Is that one... I like the new RPG overarching dogma mm -hmm. of not taking things away from the players. Yes. I mean, I do like the harder games where there are negatives to doing things and you do take things away from players. Right. And I like those ideas, like... Like, I do want to play a Call of Cthulhu game where I just throw madness at you and you it's harder and harder to live and get through things. Like, I like Terrifying. that idea of a game, but in general, 
D and D is supposed to be the most general fantasy right. game. I don't want that. Like, I want, I want to be able to choose different paths of power without getting kicked in the nuts every time I do. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing too, I just looking over this really quickly because I know we talked, to, we touched on Pathfinder because neither one of us really remembers Pathfinder <laughs> Wizard at this point. No, um, and I never played Pathfinder. No. I just ran Pathfinder. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of it was made up as it went along. And again, even in that, I never played Wizards. <laughs> yeah. No one did. No. We had uh, Magus. We had yeah. an Alchemist. <sighs> Alchemist. We had a Paladin. Was no, it, yeah, an Oracle. No. I was gonna say it wasn't Paladin. An Oracle, a Sorcerer. Like we never had a Wizard. We like. No, no one wanted the tedious spellcasters. <laughs> no, nobody wants that. <laughs> I mean, you were the most tedious one at Alchemist, but even yeah. that one's not that bad, no, especially if you I love it. commit to a certain exactly. build. And the thing Excuse that me. I was just looking at between the two, so 5th edition has the schools, yes. you know, in particular. Just taking a look at, like, the first couple pages for Pathfinder, so just as a rough idea. Fifth... Uh, is Which Pathfinder book? Is this the core book or... The advanced players. The advanced. It's it's core plus, essentially. Core plus. So just say you're just looking at this, though. Yep. Between the two, right? So uh, for the schools alone, okay, in 5th edition for Wizard, I think there's about eight. Oh. And the schools for Pathfinder, they're like 16. (laughs) So the original. To choose from. So Pathfinder, one of the reasons I really like Pathfinder over 3rd edition, Mm -hmm. like, I love Pathfinder. In a lot of concepts and a lot of ways they say they do things, but it is still heavy on math and minutia. Yes. Which is why I don't like playing it. Mm-hmm. But I do love the game. And actually all those schools, and she's looking at the advanced player's guide, yes. which deviates from your original abjuration, conjuration, divination, enchantment right. schools. And because Pathfinder has archetypes mm-hmm. for all their classes to help define what type of character you're playing. Exactly. And it's especially good for things like fighter because it, instead of just throwing feats at you, yeah. it gives you specific abilities designed for, like, if you want to be a spear fighter, there's a spear fighter, fighter archetype yes. of specific abilities that replace yes. certain feats or whatever. Um, and that's really cool, and it gives you so much there's options. There's a lot. There's a lot of options. Um... But it's really cool about Pathfinder, but sometimes so much. <laughs> sometimes too many choices is a bad thing. <laughs> it can be, yeah. But unless you know what you want to do ahead of time, exactly. Then you go find the choice that fits. Right. Um. Now, just looking at those real quick, if you yeah. pick one of those schools, yeah. Sure. It, it, how like third edition is it? Does it restrict what spells you can take? Like, uh, is there a restricted school? I don't remember if Pathfinder got rid of that that take that negative aspect. I mean, a lot of these. Let's see. Or is it a negative? They might have done that instead of taking the school away. They do a replacement power on a lot of these, so that's so part we'd have of to this. we'd have to reference the core. Yeah, book. exactly. So um, you'd have to reference the core one. This is just you know I was just going off of the yeah, schools part of you know schools. what I mean. So we but, won't go pull the core book. But I want to say, don't quote me on it, but I want to say Pathfinder replaced the you can't cast spells from the school with um, 
you cast spells from this school at, like, negative two caster levels or something. Right. Because Pathfinder still had caster levels. I'm pretty sure you're right on that, though, if I remember uh, Instead of taking them completely away, yeah, yeah, they yeah. were just weakened. Which is cool. Which is, um, good for that style of gameplay. But Pathfinder's still just too heavy. Um, as awesome as some of the stuff they have. Like, The Witch, for example. Yes. I would love to see a Pathfinder version of The Warlock. Um, but they probably don't need one, given no. the witch and the summoner and the alchemist. I would say no, they don't. And the wizard and the sorcerer. <laughs> and so much. Well, the whole occultist book has, like, kineticists and, uh, like, all mind magic. Yeah. And not psionics, but, no. like, yeah. cool occulty mind magics. Um, you don't really need a warlock. So, is it the fact that it doesn't... For 5th edition, is it the fact that it doesn't actually take away, like, from the player that that's the reason you like this version of Wizard the yeah. best? Yeah, that's pretty much I mean, it. that, and it's, you you pick one, and you're better at that school. Right, true. So you want to pick more of those spells, but there's no restriction Which is great on you to pick them. Um, and it defines it more. I like those specialist abilities, like... Hey, if you're a necromancer, you know, you can raise dead better. Um, whereas in, like, 3rd edition, wizard was... Here you go. Pick your spells. <laughs> yeah. That's what defines you. Oh my god, you. yeah. That's um, ridiculous. I, and, uh, it's that's more, it's more yeah. defining. Yeah. Uh, just at its core. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not just a wizard. Right. Wizard! Exactly. Like... <laughs> Which we all used to say kind of, kind of like journeys back to second edition and first edition. Uh, actually, not even first edition, I don't think. But you had magic user, which is just as bad mm-hmm. as wizard. But you had illusionist, which was separate. It was basically magic user, but it was specialist. And I and they they like in third edition, they're like, all right, we have illusionist and conjurist, and but you know that's just. Screw you, you can't cast these other spells and you have one extra spell, basically. And it's like, cool, uh, I, have a, I have a title. You're the best. <laughs> one bonus spell and a deficit of ooh, dozens of spells, potentially. This is As great. I fill out my spellbook. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even want to fill out my spellbook. I don't need, why do I need this? Why do I need this? <laughs> right, because like, oh, you found a scroll. What is it? Right. Roll randomly. Right. Okay, so two, th- like... Two out of every 11 or 12 spells you just are going to be useless to you it's so because stupid. you can't cast them? Yeah. Like, what? I don't... I'm no, not feeling it. <laughs> Screw that. Um, but wizards, to get back to actual wizards, awesome concept. Merlin, Gandalf. Oh God, yeah. I mean, they're spellcasters. They I mean, are... Yeah. You know, they don't manipulate nature. They're not praying for the powers. No. They are studied... Spellcasters. They are learning how the universe works and manipulating it. Exactly. That's what I like about wizards. Like, I like that concept. I I love that concept. I played my sorcerers that way. Like, I played sorcerer for the mechanics, but I didn't play them as they were born with inherent magical abilities. I played them as someone who learned magic. You know, like, I like that concept. I just didn't like the mechanics that represented it. Right. So no, I didn't play wizard, but I love wizards. <laughs> right. 
because I, I do recall a time Jericho when Blake I, yes was a when sorcerer. I ran a campaign and you were you were Jericho. Jericho was a sorcerer, bumbling wizard. Yeah, basically who liked yes. Cthulhu esque things a little too much. Yeah, yeah. AKA studied the Fire Realm. I mean, we all have our weaknesses, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And is just you know having to be. One that would melt his brain. It's no big deal. <laughs> Let's just say I took a... Uh, there was an issue of Dragon that had far realm-based spells, and one was a teleport, and I, I got it earlier than normal teleport, and I could... I had a lot more freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, but weird things happened if you failed. <laughs> and by weird, I yes, mean I probably remember. die. <laughs> I do remember that now. Oh my god! And I summoned so like weird ago. gray ooze dog things. Like <laughs> it was <Yes>. fun. <laughs> oh my god, that was so long. But ago. I also played them up like um, I remember someone was unconscious, or they had just died, and we okay. were only like level two. So I was like shocking grasp, and I did it like paddles to try to reason. And I rolled really low. That did not work. That didn't but, work. You know, I tried. <laughs> but you tried. Yeah, that's right. You tried. See, that's what we need: innovative thinking. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Be the gnome your party needs. <laughs> exactly. Oh my god, they're my favorite. But anyway, that's another um, topic for another time. <laughs> but yeah, wizards are the they're the scholars. They're the schooled magic casters. Yes. Um. And but for you see, and but for some reason in my mind, I really thought that you would love wizard more than you loved sorcerer. No, not mechanically. See? And like even that's now, just, fifth I, edition, I'm kind of like. Sorcerer's kind of disappointing in 5th edition in that there's only two types. Right. Yeah. It's actually See, really disappointing. And that's... Uh... Because... Well, we're getting on another tangent. Yeah. Who cares? Um, if you go through them, Barbarian, you only have two types. But if you... But Totem, there's three different types of Totems. Totem. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, even without considering any other granularity that's four types of barbarians right bard you have two colleges um but they're so versatile that you can pick multiple ways to play those colleges mm-hmm. so bard kind of gets away with it it does definitely gets away with um it. and i'm not like a giant bard person anyways so right. it doesn't bother me as much i guess i mean bard people might be a little less happy that they only got two colleges but Jack of all trades and knowledge. And I mean, you know. You can do so much stuff. <laughs> exactly my point. Um, <laughs> That's where I was going with depending that. Depending on which like, spells come I on. pick. <laughs> come clerics. On clerics um, could have had more domains. Yeah. But I think they have like eight to start. And I think they cover them. You got Life, Tempest. Um, I think the only one they didn't really include that I think should have. And they put it in the... Excuse me. They put it in the DMG... Mm-hmm. Was death, and I understand why they didn't include it. Yeah, but at the same time, do. I mean, I think it's part of been playing part of it. And you know, just because you're worship a death god doesn't make you an evil character. No, absolutely um, not. And that's kind of what's implied by including it in DMG instead of the player's handbook. Exactly, I agree with that one hundred percent. Like that. <laughs> well, I mean, not including it in the player's handbook implies that. Yes, including that it in the, that including it in the... <laughs> it in the DMG is like kind of a cop out example slash. Well, but like you guys could play it because you know we're not saving right. it for the Book of Vile Darkness or uh-huh. anything. <laughs> but it, there's still that minor implication. 
Um, but clerics do pretty good. Yeah, they've got a few different um, domains that they And they don't specify it to Pantheon, so that's cool. Yeah. Um, Druid only has two. So I guess, like, the only two archetype isn't unprecedented, obviously. But Druid is versatile. Everyone gets shape-shifting. And you can pick different lands, mm -hmm. which helps diversify your character a bit. A little bit, um, yeah. You have your circle. Although I would too. say I would like to see something else for Druid as well. Yeah. Um, but at least Druid has the different lands and... They have the circles too. Yeah, you can differentiate yourself by choosing a specific animal that you turn into all the time. Yeah. You mentioned fighter already, right? Uh, not yet. But okay. fighter, fighter has three types, including the magic archetype, and one that is basically 4th edition warlord. Yes. If you pick the right yes. maneuvers. Like, there's a healing... Well, it's temporary HP, I believe. Uh, yeah. But, like... That's a really cool one. I love Monk. I, they did marvelous with Monk. There's only there's three types. Monk is a great one. And there's th there's um like not quite an uh, uh bender type, not that elemental, not quite. but kind of like a but Ken or Ryu or Chun Li from Street Fighter. And yes. You got the Hadokens and stuff. <laughs> yes. Um, there is that. So, but then you also have like your ninja type with shadow. Yep. And then you have your basic. Super martial arts yeah. monk that is just the quivering palm. I oh, open hand. Open hand. Mm -hmm. Quivering palm is one of the moves. Yeah. Um. What are the other classes? Uh, the other classes you have paladin. Paladin's got three different oaths, including one that is basically avenger. Yeah. So that's cool. And because they're oaths, they're not restricted anymore. So that automatically opens up paladin again. Mm-hmm. Lawful good. I always hated that. I've oh, written yeah. articles and talked about that. A billion times, um, but fifth edition, fifth edition does them justice. Yeah, they in have terms. They, they have three different oaths that they can choose from specifically, yeah. which is pretty. The first two are very are slightly similar. They are, um, um, but when you include Avenger and you remove that lawful good restriction, mm -hmm. it does Paladin a world of justice. Yeah, um, Ranger, Ranger automatically has a lot of different builds because you have two different builds. Right. I mean, they're not the strongest builds in the book. But it's got no. two different builds, and it's got multiple different fighting styles. Exactly. So, even if you just go archer, melee, and then the two different builds, it's still four different types of ranger. Right. Rogue, it's fine. You got three unique ones. You got the thief, mm -hmm. you got the assassin, and then you got the magic user one. Exactly. I mean, th I think three is a good magic number that... Not enough of them got Sorcerer, no. got Dragon Sorcerer, which was cool, and it got Wild, basically Wild Mage, Wild Magic. Love Wild Magic. I love the the idea that something crazy is going to happen if you fuck up. I, I really love that concept, too. <laughs> I love I, it. I think it just... And I love that some of the features... It makes the game more interesting. It adds flavor. Yeah. And some of the features that you push that boundary, like... Yes. Like, if you do... If you want to do this... You gotta roll on the magic, the yeah. wild magic table. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, That's sure. I mean, you know, wild magic just in terms of sorcerer. You know, you can potentially round six level bend luck. There's gonna be something that could go wrong with that. <laughs> um, and then warlock has a lot of builds because you have three different pack types. Yep. And three different patrons. patrons yep. That's nine different builds. Yep. Without even considering. Um, choosing a specific 
invocation spell set to right. differentiate yourself. So uh, there's a there's lot a of diversity great there. Great combination that you could have in there. Yeah, I mean that's just like an exponential growth of diversity within the warlock. Right. Um, wizard, you have all of the various schools. Now, I'll grant you a lot of the features are similar to each other. Mm-hmm. Like, each school, if you pick it, you automatically reduce the time and cost of describing exactly, yes. that school into your spellbook. Cool. Yep. <laughs> but that's not, like, that important. Yep. Probably for almost all games, because, like, if you're going to be doing that, you're probably going to be like, okay, I'm going to save up all these scrolls, and I'm going to, when we get back to town, I'm going to put them all in my spellbook. Right. Unless you're like, oh, we're, we might need this in here, so I'm going to take tonight to put this one in my spellbook uh, yeah. now. Right. In case we desperately need it. Hopefully we don't, but it's here just in case. Um, <laughs> but that's like eight different types of wizards. So Sorcerer, I'm really disappointed there's only two. Yeah. And they're very specific. They are. You know, like Warlock, you can pick any patron you want to fit those three categories. Cleric, you can pick all kinds of things. Druid, you can pick different lands to be from. Uh... Bard has flexibility in the way you play Bard, because Bard is just flexible in its Mm -hmm. essence. But Sorcerer, you're either born from Dragon or born from Wild Magic. Right. What do you think, if anything, like... And cool, you can pick the dragon type, but that's not super significant. No, not really. Do you like ice, electricity, fire, or acid better? Pick one. <laughs> I mean, I like having that choice, but that's not much of a choice no, compared to, like, is it a demon or a fiend? Is it a pit fiend or is it a succubus right. or a uh, she or whatever they're called? Archfey alone, you have is so it many Oberon? options. Yes, is it Morgana? <laughs> is it an ancient hag? Is it the queen? The court of summer, like. Is it, like, a super red cat no, or a know. Fomorian? Like, I don't know if you've thought about it at all, but... The Fae are unlimited. <laughs> uh, right, true. I don't know if you've thought about it at all, but for Sorcerer, because most of them have, like, a base of at least three, for the most right. part, what would be a good third? A good third? Yeah. Um, what do you think? They included it, I believe they included it in Sword Coast. No. They included one in Sword Coast. I want to see, it's from Player's Handbook 2 in 4th edition, I want to see the Cosmic Sorcerer, which has different phases that you go into. When you wake up, you can choose the phase of the sun, the moon, or the stars, and when certain things happen, like in 4th edition, Bloodied was one of those things, Yep. you changed phases, and it gives you a different set of passives. That is so so cool. You were resistant to either Radiant, or Cold, or like, psychic damage or something, depending on which phase you were in. Wow. Yeah. It was a very astrologer-type really awesome. sorcerer. It was very cool. What was it cool. from again? Uh, Player's Handbook 2, I believe. Okay. Of 4th edition is wow. where that came in. It Or, I think it was Player's Handbook 2, but it could have been um, Arcane Power. But it was, like, one of my That's favorite awesome. sorcerer builds. That would be um, really cool to see in 5th edition. <laughs> right? Like... That would be really cool. With the sage background, pick yes. astrologer. That's Any awesome. race you want, whatever. That's so awesome. But, I mean, you're 
you're basically, you just want to be space. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> so cool. Infinite space. Mm-hmm. I, I like that idea. I mean, hey, maybe we just make our own at that point again. You know I would I mean? love to. I mean, but there are a uh, lot of fourth edition stuff that doesn't translate easily. Mm-hmm. That I would love to see found a way to translate. Yeah. Um, like... Despite the combat issues that arise for 4th edition because of how much shit you can do, I still I enjoyed 4th edition a lot. <laughs> all the stuff we played, like Pathfinder, once you get to a certain level, it's those they're the same problems. Exactly. Despite yeah. the different mechanics. True. Um, that create time. But 4th edition had, like, all the different divine classes they created, so that wasn't just Paladin and Cleric. Mm -hmm. Like, Invoker was so cool because Invoker was like the sorcerer of divine casting. Like you were born with like words of creation burned into your head. Yes. And that was cool. It was like <laughs> a sorcerer warlock of clerics. Mm-hmm. Um which we don't really have. Favored Soul is a unearthed arcana sorcerer build that isn't really the same. I mean, you're basically... It's divine blood more than anything else. Or angelic blood, however you want to play. Or chosen of the gods. Yeah. But, like, the invoker was just, like, such a cool concept. I do remember vaguely... Vaguely going over invoker. But, I but mean, again, I, you know, I never touched it. You know, I didn't do anything with it. But because the battle... As that. The battle anyway. system in 4th edition was so... Yes. Central, like yes. even more than the rest of other D and D games, like I agree. and tactical, is that like Invoker? You could create cool themed things and like descriptions abound. But I think the closest you can get in Fifth Edition is choosing favored soul, which gives you access to cleric spells. Mm -hmm. But so that's I mean ultimately that's a great potential for sorcerer. In terms of a third option. The, yeah, I mean, that one, but I mean... Just to bring it back to that. You can think of other simple ones and create fun mechanics to match them. Mm -hmm. I mean, all you have to do is pick anything powerful in magic. True. That, <laughs> True. That could find a way to either breed in, or insert part of its essence it's, into a human. Exactly. I mean... Dragons, obviously, wild magic, but, like, fey bloodline. Yeah, I mean, that's already part of um, our Slad, I would love to see a slad sorcerer, because that'd just be weird. That um, would be very weird. Oh, my God. <laughs> right? <The> possibilities. <laughs> um, but, I mean... That'd be entertaining. A favorite soul is the celestial one, but, mm -hmm. like, you could have a demon bloodline. I would love to see, like... But, I mean, I understand why they wouldn't do a demon bloodline, because why not just be a war our archfiend warlock? Right, exactly. But, there, I think you could come up with unique things to make an archfiend warlock different from a demon-blooded sorcerer. Right. So out of out of the three, then, because I know my favorite, ultimately, out of witches, wizards, and warlocks. Yes, is still witches for me personally, and obviously that could change down the line depending on what we do and what we can maybe make down the line, but uh, still love warlocks too, mm -hmm. but I think it'd be really interesting to create a witch in and of itself mm -hmm. to play. I think that would be really cool. That That's something that intrigues me. What about, what about for you? Um, 
warlock. Yeah. I mean, I love wizards, but because I love the idea of learning and stuff. Yes. And witch. witches are cool. <laughs> I, I love the concept of witch, but not in terms of playing. I don't I don't want to play a witch. No. Um, if you got to play, but you'd I do think warlock. warlock is like the perfect middle ground between the things I love about wizards and the things I love about sorcerers. Yeah. Because, like, I'm kind of learning, <laughs> and I'm making that deal, and I'm getting that power, and I'm trying to learn more power, mm-hmm. and it's kind of within me, but, like, it's not, like, super studious and, like, extreme. It's, like, and there's so many different ways to make and play a warlock. Yes, like, there are. And, of course, I love the great old one warlock builds, because... Of course you do. <laughs> why Let's not, be honest. Why not tread that line with insanity? I'm still waiting... To see 5th edition's version of the Alienist. Yes. Because why not Far, <laughs> because why not why not far Realm? Um, I think it's a good opportunity for you to mention, just because, one, it doesn't happen very often. And two, you're super excited about it. I know you are. I am. You should, and Michael's going to be super disappointed. You should mention... Sorry, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> sorry in advance. You should definitely mention now the warlock you're going to build for his campaign. So, Michael, which plays um, Bjorn Gregory Brightwood in the Luxara campaign, and a couple other characters in the yes. one-shots that are coming up. You've hopefully heard him. If not, you should listen. <laughs> self <Self-plug>. <laughs> Um Michael is running a game for his brother, his brother's girlfriend, and their roommate uh, as first-time D&D players. Yes. Um, and a first-time GM. Nerds, gamers. Yes. Um, all good things? Most of them, as far as I know. Uh, <laughs> at least two of them play World of Warcraft, I think. Or I think have, so. have have played World past, of Warcraft for yeah. multiple hours. Yeah. Um, who, who hasn't? Who ha- Let's continue. <laughs> <laughs> I've put too many hours. Some best friends now I met in World of Warcraft, so that's fine. Um, <laughs> we digress. <laughs> you're all going to die on Wednesday in the guild game. Sorry. <laughs> um, that's your fault. But yeah, I get to play, and I told them, because I, I don't get to play often, Exactly but why I, I said I've that been first. Playing D and D for so long, and the only other person who's played is Nicola, who plays. Um, I can't remember her name from Luxara. Last name is Indigo. I know. Yep, Nicola, who also plays in the Luxara campaign. Yeah. I really wish I could remember her name, but she um, has only been playing for a year. So she's going to play whatever she's playing. Everyone else picked out their characters. Yes. I played a filler role. Healer. And I know you don't, you know, parties don't need healers and they don't need tanks, but it helps. Indeed it does. Um, I always think it ha- you don't need a healer, but someone who knows a healing spell helps. Um, but I decided to be a healer and me and Michael talked and I was going to be a grave cleric because the Unearth Arcana grave cleric's really cool. Really cool concept is that, you know, that whole gray area thing. <laughs> But then I got on a whole character creation spree and was trying to figure out different cast, different ways I could build healers without just being a cleric or a druid. Um, because I have a problem. <laughs> a problem or a solution? <laughs> Both. <laughs> Perfect. Continue Because on. <laughs> the solution, let me tell you folks, is variant human multi-class bard warlock. Yeah. Um, because Jericho Blake is making a return as a healer. <laughs> That's like your guy. 
<laughs> he is. He's he's me in D and D. And fifth edition, and we're starting out at level two, but it works so well because I just dump char- into charisma. Like mm-hmm. that is my highest stat. Both classes use it exactly. Um, I'm going old god patron. Duh. <laughs> Jericho Blake. <laughs> that face, though. <laughs> um, and for Bard, I will probably end up going College of Whispers, which is one of the Unearthed Arcanists, yes. which is like the assassiny one. Um, so good. It is so good. <laughs> Especially with the warlock. Sorry, continue but on. <laughs> variant human, I get a feat. And I picked, I don't remember the name of the feat, but it's the one that gives you more spells. Mm-hmm. And because Charisma is the strongest spellcasting stat in the game right now, um, there are three classes that use it, and I have two of them. So I chose Sorcerer for the feat to choose the spells I get from it. Yes. Which gives me, I believe it was two extra cantrips, which means I have six cantrips at level two. two. Unreal. Two Bard, two Warlock, and two Sorcerer. Which allows me to have a nice, as Jericho likes, a nice range of utility <laughs> and damage dealing. Yes. Um, so I have Mage Hand, and I have Light, and I have Elder Shocking class. Grasp, in case I get into melee combat, <laughs> which won't be a problem at later levels. Um, Eldritch Blast. Yeah, Eldritch Blast from Warlock, Chill Touch. Um, mm-hmm. But my first level spells, I have two Warlock spells. Four bard spells and a sorcerer spell at level two. So I have six level one spells, which I always have prepared. Which is awesome because you can ultimately have, which I think you mentioned you took too, was healing word and cure wounds. Yes. So my bard spells, I took healing word, cure wounds, and two others. Yes. uh, That I don't remember off the top of my head. I took two warlock spells. And then for my sorcerer spell, because the sorcerer spell. I get to use normally because I know it and I have it prepared. Mm-hmm. But I also get one free cast every day. Yes. Of it. A free cast. I pick Magic Missile. Of course. <laughs> so I have. It hits every time. <laughs> I have one free cast of Magic Missile every day. Plus, I can use spell slots on it. Now, my free cast is only at level one. It can never be higher. Mm-hmm. That's okay. It's a free cat. A free level one Magic Missile oh. is a free level <laughs> one Magic Missile. Perfect. I'll take um, it. <laughs> But, because of the way the multiclassing rules work, I can use any of my spell slots on any of my spells. But, they're all charisma-based, so I don't have to worry about any weird ability things going on and which spell slot I'm using for which spell. Yes. Um, and I have two bard spell slots and one warlock. That's a lot. <laughs> because a lot. I have two daily, and then one extra every battle. So I am guaranteed to be able to cast at least one healing spell for Warlock, as long as I get a short rest between battles. Exactly. Now, I definitely... Yes. <laughs> crazy bread. Which I also, will only get better. Yes. But I also want you to mention what Pact you took. I'm taking Pact of the Blade. Yes. Um, so when, next, um, I'll do... Second level Warlock, and I will get my invocations. And really, I'm only going to pick one out of my two to start. I'll probably pick a second one because I can pick a new one when I level up. Right. Um, but the other one I want, 
I need to be level... I need to have Pact of the Blade first, which doesn't yes. come to level 3. But at level 2, I'll take the Mage Armor one. Yes. So oh my god, I can so cast, good. So I can have Mage Armor. Such a great one. Because I don't want to put um, resources, feats, into being able to wear armor um, more than light. That's but I so want to be able to be in melee. Yeah. For reasons that I'll mention in a second. <laughs> so Mage Armor. Now when I take Pack of the Blade... I'm not going to have a blade. In the Unearthed Arcana, there's a specific one that is specific for Pact of the Blade Old God Warlocks, which gives you a flail. And, like, I love axes and I love Kopesh, which is basically a sword axe of Egyptian make. Yes. Um, <laughs> Valid. But I, I do love me a flail. <laughs> um... And it creates a flail that I can once per day instill with bonus necrotic damage. So I will be swinging around a flail with healing spells and warlock spells and magic <laughs> missile and mage armor. And because Michael wants us to be a little boosted, and I might actually do this in some of my campaigns, um, just for the fourth level... Or the first fourth level, in my case, because I'll be multi-class. Right, exactly. Uh, ability score increase. He's also allowing us to have a feat. Which is great. Um, because it's like a little power boost. Um, but more than anything, it's really a specialization. It really helps define your character. Yes. I think giving one every ability score increase is really unnecessary. Yeah, but I, I think would the, agree. Like one free feat at level yeah, four is not? pretty cool. That's pretty great. I'm going to take Charger. Yes. Because Charger <laughs> is going to allow me to use my dash action... And if I use my dash action, and I have my bonus action left, I can You hit. can attack. <laughs> so I so I can... Most of our party is going to be up in melee. Yeah. But if our sorcerer gets in trouble, I can break out of melee and run. And not all within one turn, but within two turns, I will be able to break out of melee, run all the way to the sorcerer, and beat the shit out of whoever's attacking our sorcerer, and probably heal our sorcerer. Which is fantastic. I'm super excited about <laughs> I it. know you are. That's why I wanted to give you the opportunity it's to talk so about perfect. it. It's so perfect. Especially since it's, it's, it's very Warlock different. And, it's, and it ties into what we're talking about. it's so about. different it from different. the original Jericho Blake, which was yes. very bumbly wizard. Yes. This is like the Jericho Blake who's just like, I know shit. Like, I know lots of shit. And I talk to this, whatever that is. <laughs> Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to hit you with this tentacle flail and heal you and... <laughs> And I took, like, some of the darker <laughs> warlock spells, so, like, one of them I got the push away, but it's, like, yeah. a tentacly dark push away, yeah. so I'll be like, you're healed. Oh, you got near me? Super dark evil tentacles erupt <laughs> from around me, and everyone's gonna be like, what are you? <laughs> and that's what I'm Basically, most yes. excited about. <laughs> that's that's awesome. I'm super excited for you, because I know, like I said in the beginning, I one, it doesn't happen often that you get to be a character and play the game instead of actually run the game. Yep. And two, having heard about what you were discovering making. Discovering my build. Yes, <laughs> discovering your build and how you were going to play it and everything is so interesting. And I, I'm so excited for it. I think it's going to be awesome and super fun to do. Yeah. And it ties in with what we're talking about a little bit because it does have the war warlock part of it. Yep. and. Hey, it works. And you're using Sorcerer in there a little bit, even though we didn't really talk about Sorcerer, sort of. <laughs> yeah, you know. It's fine. <laughs> Jericho knows spells. Don't ask him how he got them. He doesn't know. No, no. The he thing in the sky is just stuff. knows them, okay? <laughs> um, ultimately, though, I think that 
That's it for this episode, yeah? Yeah. I mean, we actually talked a decent amount about sorcerers, too. So Yes, we did. Yeah, wizards, witches, warlocks, and miscellany spellcasters. And, and the occasional sorcerer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but everyone needs a good spellcaster in their party. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of uh, The Untamed Rant. Uh, be sure to check out the blog, which has just got a major overhaul yes. at www.thewanderingalchemist.com. Uh... You will be able to find previous episodes there in a few days uh, if you're listening to this as a patron. If you're not, they should all be there by now. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can also check the blog for tips, tricks, and an archive of all our old posts for general gaming geekiness and ideas. Yes. Uh, also, we really love what we do, and we hope that you so do too. So much fun. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Let's just talk about this stuff, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, so if you enjoy it, please become a patron a patron at uh, www.patreon.com. Tongue-tied, man, it happens. Just search for The Wandering Alchemist. Yes, please do that. Um, pledges from a dollar and up gives you early access to the podcast, and it gives you uh, early access to the Crafts of the Rick- Rift. Words and shit, man. They're hard. Yeah. You're me today. I am you today. God damn You're it. welcome. You've cursed me. <laughs> <laughs> Cracks of the Rift uh, book chapters that's based off of our Pathfinder campaign, which we've mentioned in the past. Yep. As a patron, you guys will all receive uh, a welcome, Patrick, welcome package. Do you want to start over? It's gone back to me. <laughs> Do you want to start over? No. I don't want to start over. <laughs> Just you stumbled. Me. I can stumble. <laughs> a welcome package. Um... And you'll be entered into monthly dice giveaways. And if you pledge more, there will be bigger giveaways in the future. Yes, indeed. Um, If you would like to contact us directly with questions or comments or to share your grimoire, you know, you could do that too. Um, Please email us using our new email uh, at podcast at thewanderingalchemist.com. And that will be up there for you, so please use it. <laughs> it's all brand new and it's all beautiful. It's exciting. <laughs> um, as always, I am Erin, also known as the Untamed Scribe. And I am John Crowley, the Wandering Alchemist. And thank you for listening, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs>